You are now listening to Grinding True Crimes with your hosts, Todd Fox, Maddie Matt, and Gabby. Police have identified more victims and plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Confirm earlier reports of cannibalism. The building was a scene of ghoulish slaughter. A large kettle on the stove which held boiled body parts. Identified more victims and killed even more. Plan on more than just the four murder charges filed today. Had sex with some of his victims before he killed them, and that he was also a necrophiliac. So before we get into the show, we're going to let you guys know where you can find us. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Just type in the You can follow our page, like our page, and leave us a comment, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. If you want to just listen to us, you can listen to us on your podcast stream. Just go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, and our new stream called Podvine. For those listeners to us, for those listening to us outside of the U.S., you can listen to us on Radio Public, Breaker, Podchaser, and Pocket Cast. Go to RedBubble.com, type in TopFox80, and there you can find some merchandise courtesy of Grinding to Grind. And if you'd like to support what we do and leave a Cash App uh, donation, you can go to Cash App and type in dollar sign Grinding True Crimes. Todd told me to warn you guys. That listener's discretion is advised, especially for part two of this uh, show that we're going to do today. So, listener's discretion is advised. With all that being said, I leave the floor to you, Todd. Take it away, sir. This is part two of Fred West, right? Yes, and Rosemary West. Uh, so, this is this is uh, going to be, like my boy said right here, a t- difficult episode. Again, if you li- if you haven't, I'd suggest go back to part one. Uh, you know, we got into a couple murders in the last episode, if you guys remember. Yes. Um, so if you want to catch up on the full scale, I, I would suggest um, listening to the first episode because we kind of go through the origins of Fred and Rose and their detestable, detestable family life. What did you guys think of that first episode? It was so disgusting. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Like what Gabby said. <laughs> <laughs> What Gabby what said. What Gabby said. <laughs> no, it was very definitely, uh, definitely sick. It was definitely sick, and yeah. uh, I don't look forward to part two because I know you've been telling us that it's it's worse than this. Oh yeah, yeah. This one, this one's gonna. Um, that one is is pretty bad, but yeah, but uh, but this one, this one definitely is gonna get uh, your blood boiling a little bit more here in this one. Um, so with that being said, where we last left off, um is we found out that Rose was sleeping with her father, William, at the time, mm-hmm. while she was, well, hooking up or getting married to Fred. So, you know, <clears throat> she was sleeping around, being tossed around, like Matt said in the last episode between them two. Um, and he, and Fred still had custody of his of his uh, child from the first uh, marriage, or two kids from the first marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's still married to Raina at this time. So let's move on to part two. 
this now 1969 and Fred is arrested on several petty charges of theft and violating probation over and over where he was sent to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, however, now uh, Rose is 16 years old at the time and she gets pregnant while he's in jail. Um, so she's pregnant with his first child. Mm-hmm. Uh, she would go on to have that baby in 1970 and be on her own because her father said, well, you're pregnant. So you're off limits. So <laughs> he's, like, I don't want to mess around <laughs> with that used cooter anymore. <laughs> so... <laughs> Time to go. Yeah, exactly. I've got to bounce. Dukes of Hazard is starting at five. You know what? They probably did watch Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, the, the UK edition. It's like those little, uh, what is it called? Those little um, red cars. Don't little go time, there, man. With, with the uh, UK flag on the top. <laughs> Tea and oh. crumpets. Oh, my goodness. Dude, that's nasty. That's when he decides he no longer wants to screw his Yeah, screw you're pregnant now, so I don't want to screw you no more, daughter. Exactly. So... <laughs> So now she has a newborn baby by the name of Heather, and she has two daughters, Charmaine and Annie Marie. Now, I kind of messed up in the first episode. I said it was a boy and girl because we talked about that in the very beginning. Yeah. It was two daughters that he had, so okay. I had to make up for that mistake. Um, That's not good. Yeah. Three so, daughters now? Three daughters, two of which oh, are Arenas, no. and now one of them is Rose's. And he's still in jail at this time, so she's got to take care of two kids that aren't even hers. Mm. So, uh, let's see, Raina, Raina is barely around because she comes and goes to visit the, visits the kids. She's doing her own thing a lot. So, um, now because of this on one occasion, her neighbor, uh, who came over to visit witnessed eight year old Charmaine being tied up in a chair and being beaten with a rolling pin. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. And so the neighbor who's female, you would think has motherly instincts would do something, right? That already tells me she did not. Yeah, that. <laughs> She's all, all right, and just shut the door. You know, like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> We're not in Kentucky anymore. Come We're in on, the UK. Man. Say something. <laughs> Say something. But the eight-year-old is getting beat, and no one's doing anything. By Rose. By by Rose. Yeah, because Charmaine's not her daughter, so she's like, oh, I'm gonna take it out on her. Whatever mean streak she's on that day, she takes it out on poor Charmaine. It's jacked up. Yeah. So there was no abuse uh, charges. There was no, hey, let's go to the police and say something. I mean, this neighbor was a complete idiot. So um, because of this, they were abused on several occasions. Um, Now, something happens in 1971, which is very troubling. Um, She and the date is not specific, but the young Charmaine at the age of eight years old becomes the first murder victim of rose Dang. yes for some reason i thought you were gonna say she got pregnant or something but but this is definitely worse yeah the poor eight-year-old charmaine tested rose's patience too much according to her later on and she would strangle her to death and how did the dad feel about that was he still in jail he was still in jail at this point but it was only a couple of weeks before he would be released. Oh, wow. So he comes home two weeks later. What do you think he said? Well, he's already done screwed up in the head. So I'm going to say uh, he said, uh, thank you. Gabby? Or she asked for it. Okay. Well, that's I, I, I asked the wrong question. My bad. What do you think he did? Oh, okay. What do you think he did? As soon as he found out. Probably had sex with his daughter. 
Gabby? Mm. I'm thinking he might have gone off on her and beat her. The beat Rose? Yeah, and then they made up. Nope. Uh, what he did was, and you're wrong too, Matt, by the way. Dang it. <laughs> no, what he did was he came home and he was like, hey, there's one, two. Well, if my math is right, one, two daughters. I had a third, I believe. I, if I tell you what, I'm missing my daughter. And then she said, well, I, I decided to strangle her. And then he's like, you what? Okay. All right. And, and and that was basically it. What he did was he said, "Where's the body?" She said, "I put it in the in the uh, in the the coal shaft where you put the coal for the um, uh, like the bar. No, the chimney. Oh, the chimney. Yeah, yeah. So the body's in there, just wrapped like wrapped in some sheeting. Ew. He takes it out. This is his daughter, and he takes her to the bathroom and chops her to bits, oh. including removing the toes and the feet. <clears throat> and he would bury her in the backyard. Wait, wait, wait. What the wait. heck? Mm-hmm. He, she's been dead already a week. Two weeks. Right? Two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, okay. She's already decomposing, and mm-hmm. I'm quite sure she smells. Mm-hmm. All he did was take, pick her up, and chop her up, and get rid of her body. Yeah. Basically, just spreading them out. Just in the go back. back to normal. Yeah, and just went back to normal. Wow. Her sister Anne Marie was asking where her sister was. She said that your mom came by, and one of the times you were sleeping, and took her back with her. She's going to live with her for now. On. And what's a little child like Anne Marie supposed to think, other than all right, yeah, all right, you know, believe what their family says? She That's sat. So sad. Mm-hmm. That's jacked up. So. Uh, yeah, so she said she she has a, a you know Raina took her for the summer of 1971, so eventually uh, you know Raina would come back and from time to time in, in the fall of 1971, and she uh, you know she was looking for Fred and Rose because they were kind of moving back and forth from place to place, and she wanted to find out where Charmaine was, and now they were telling her stories that oh she went to live with some other family, so Raina's like where's my daughter you know yeah. But uh, she was already gone. Um, and then after which, uh, you know, uh, Fred Fred would literally, you know, they would move on and try to, to uh, you know, to carry on the lies and to cover up what they did to the daughter. Okay, my question is, why the hell aren't the kids with Raina? And why is she coming to ask for a child she abandoned? Because what happened is she would do this... Um, she couldn't stand Fred every now and then and would just take off. Just take off. Yeah, and then she, she just left the kids with him. She wanted to do her own thing. She was young still. So she was caught up in a lot of things going on in the UK, and she didn't want to deal with Fred, and Fred was just like the hillbilly moved to the city, you know? I'm not having that. Yeah. So now she's kind of back to her senses, and now she wants her daughter back. Yeah, yeah. That's but it's stupid, too late. though. A person annoys you, so you're just going to walk away, although you have two kids. Yet you already know what this person is like and what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to leave your daughters with him? She said everybody for themselves. Exactly. Like yep. She's trash. So one of these times, you know, Raina would come back to the house and find out that, hey, you know what? Uh, I, I, Your stories aren't checking out. And so Rose and Fred looked at each other and, well... They strangled her to death. It, they took out the mom. 
And just like they did with her friend Anna McCall, they chopped her body up, took her head off, took her torso apart, body, feet, you know, toes, fingers gone, and put her in the back the same way, the same way. And so with Raina presumed dead, um, they were able to, you know, pretty much uh, nullify their marriage and Rose and him would get married. He met. Yeah. That's his daughter, right? Yep. And they got married. And they got, no, 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 they got married. Uh, no, Rosen. Rose is not oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose, that's right. But he's now killed his daughter, or she's killed she's his daughter. Killed his daughter. And he killed the mother of that daughter. Yeah. They only have one left now. It's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of. There's gonna be a lot of names. So you got to keep up with that. Which right. I'm sure they're not gonna care much about because the mom's out of the way. Exactly. The other sibling is gone. So what does Rose care? Mm-hmm. Ugh. So later in 1972, I mean, exactly what Rose needed, and that's another baby on the way. They had another baby. So this will bump it back up to now three girls now at the time. And I'll get into the kids later on. More girls. Yeah. More girls. Yeah. So despite this, now the family having three girls and now married, uh, you'd think that their shenanigans would stop after the murder of the oldest daughter. But the couple has new lows to reach. The sexual appetite of the two does not stop Rose uh, for extra money. Uh, I mean, extra money. They need to, uh, you know, she begins to become a prostitute. So if they couldn't be any more disgusting, you know, she's out there. You know, she's done a lot of crazy, nasty stuff with family, incest, and all this other stuff. Now she's deciding to be a prostitute. So I mean. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, she couldn't do Uber Eats back in 1972, or you know, like Uber Eats back. (laughs) (laughs) She couldn't do some. uh, What's the other one? Uh, DoorDash. (laughs) She was definitely doing Lyft. (laughs) Oh wow! Just wow. I'm sorry. And she might was. She might have been doing Uber Eats. Oh yeah. Oh come on. She's DoorDashing herself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. That's not shocking. It's not. It's not shocking. But but okay. Look, mm-hmm. she's trying to provide money. If she was doing this to provide money for her family, mm-hmm. as disgusting as it is, hey, she's trying. You know, to make a living. You know what I'm saying? But. I doubt it's for her family. I think it's for. I'm sorry, but when a person is as heartless as her, she ain't trying nothing. That's what I'm saying. That's why <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think it's for her family. So. Now, here's a part in the story where I didn't find too much research on, but I get what you guys are saying. But it's kind of weird, and it'll kind of set up the story for later on. And okay. it's the most famous street over there in the UK. It's 25 Cromwell Street. To my new UK fans, do y'all know where that at? Yeah, they, they get this house, and it's a big size house. So I don't know how they got it on their budget. She must have been sleeping with everybody in charge. Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, save up your money because all that uh, done uh, cooter money is going to go to the new house. You know what I mean? Like, hey, okay, they make good money. I, uh, yeah, but have you seen Rose? A picture of Rose? She's, no, <laughs> no. Is she, she worth every dollar? <laughs> I would say she's like a two. You know what I mean? Like, oh, wow. she's not, uh, she's not good. And that's that's me being nice. I I think. Um, oh, but man. at this time, dude, she's having. Okay, not only is she a prostitute, they're having swinger parties. Oh wow! So they're having people coming over. They're doing orgies. Uh, Fred's loving seeing her getting off. Like he'll be a voyeur. He'll just watch. Oh, wow. Um, and the kids are there? Kids are there. Yeah, and wow. just in different rooms. Because this house, it's like a five to six bedroom house somehow. Dang. 
So they get a pretty nice little little uh, house. And, and not to worry that somebody, one of those strangers, is going to go up there and do that to your kids. Well, that's because they're probably the kids they're are probably, probably like the probably the kids are like we kind of like the new people. We're scared of our parents coming up here and doing something. That is, yeah, they were wow. having some weird stuff too. They were having bondage parties. Uh, you know, it was all consensual at this time. So they're, yeah, they're just having all kinds of weird stuff, and the kids probably were witnessing a lot of this stuff because that. Oh, I'm quite sure. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, then so then they said that wasn't good enough. What? That people are consensual. So they start cruising the streets and picking up random women and having drinks with them as a couple and then drugging them and taking them back home to rape them. What? Yeah. So Rose is in like Rose is a hundred percent in. Full fledged. She's loving it. She's she's wow. having fun. Wow. So she probably swings both ways then. Oh. Oh yeah, definitely. Clearly. Definitely she does. Jesus. And this went on for the better part of 1972. The house had plenty of rooms, including a room for Rose that was only reserved for prostitution clients. So so Fred's like, hey, um, the bathroom's the third door on the left. Stay away from that second one because the second one's the money-making room. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> She's probably stained. <laughs> I call that the loose vagina room. Good Lord. Yeah, so she would bring clients up there. And so she would she would be like out in the streets prostituting, and then they pick her up, and they'll she'll take them back to her own house. Or instead, yeah, because instead of paying for hotels, it's like, well, you can just come to my house, and I can screw you here. Hey, watch out, Fred! I'm a I got a client. I got a client. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, okay. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll make some meat and potatoes. <laughs> That's it. So uh, yeah, he's wow. like. He serves the guy like sleeping with his wife uh, breakfast in bed. You want some food, man? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. How about some crumpets? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why do they always got to eat crumpets? <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought that's their thing, tea and crumpets, you know? <laughs> it's like Mexicans with ponduce and coffee, you know? It's Black the same thing. soul food. White people with the uh, donuts and coffee over here. It's just, it's a, Is that y'all thing? I donuts? think so, oh. yeah. It's donuts, coffee, and hot, hot dogs. Or leaf and hash. That's German. Oh, yeah, aren't yeah. you German? Yeah, yeah. That's what oh, I'm saying. Okay. But I'm just saying Americans are like got you, got you. If it's fatty, it's like donuts, McDonald's. Got yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he would um, – there was a couple cases of uh, where, where uh, Fred, he, he, he said, you know what? We need to make this more lively. Mm-hmm. So he would turn the cellar into a torture chamber. Oh, so he would have the chains, the whips, the the ropes, the you know uh, those what is it called those tables where you could tie people to. Just, um, well, we've gone into them in other stories, but yeah, like just all kinds of stuff like that. Like that's his thing now. He likes the the real like the bondage table. Yeah, the BDSM. Exactly. Yeah. He likes um, really, really, really tough, disgusting sex. I mean, maybe some people are into it. If it's consensual, it's okay. But he's raping people like this. I feel like this story is going going gonna go even further south and it's gonna be used with those sellers that you're talking about. Yes, and because you brought that up, I will give another warning right here. Fast forward about a minute if you don't want to hear something involving a child. Oh yeah. Um the first person that would unfortunately test that torture chamber out. Don't tell me. The little girl that that one girl. Anna Marie. Uh, eight years old. She would be turning eight at this time. Um, what a discuss- his own daughter. His own daughter. Um, and this is not just him taking his own daughter down to the torture chamber. 
it's Rose accompanying him, taking her down to the torture chamber. It's, of course, because she don't care about her. And it's Rose doing things to her as well. What? Yes. Wow. She, she's not innocent at all in this. She participates as much as he does. She was a victim of incest and being tortured and rape and stuff. Why would she flip it and do the same thing? Because she enjoyed it after. Yep. She was deliberately going back to her dad's to get it on with him. So this pe- I saw so again, I would ask you this, Gabby. How will we torture her? Like you you, you cut off the wang and the and then oh castrate. My. I mean, what do you do to her? What do we do? You know, usually we're talking about men and we just set off with their balls or mm-hmm. off with their dick, but off with their wings. With this one? <laughs> what are we doing? Do we just like do you just put on a glove like I really? Know this is going to be very explicit. <laughs> and you and go up and traumatize thing? <laughs> no, I'm not putting on no glove. Oh, okay. I mean, I am putting on a glove, Plug but not the walls. to go up yet. <laughs> oh. I would totally slice her up. Everything. Oh. Everything. Top to bottom, even her hands, her face. Oof. Like, to me, I can get really angry at a man. But to know that a woman who's a mother, who has a daughter, and has such a horrible soul mm-hmm. to be willing to do this to a child, it's worse to me. Because really? you as a woman are supposed to have that maternal instinct. Yeah. And if you can't, like, a man, you don't expect it. He's a man. He's not a mother. Mm-hmm. It's different for a mother who's carried life in her. So that's worse to me. I thought you were going to just take the glove, I, reach yeah, up I there. I thought she was going to oh. go plug the wall or something. And no, pull the said, uterus out. No. Chop no. her to bits. Complete yeah. torture before I go in there and pull anything out. Man. Well, what's going to pull out after you, <laughs> you chopped her up? And I'm not chopping her. I'm I'm cutting her. Yeah. Oh, you cutting? Yeah, her. one piece at a time. Oh, I'm slicing things. Oh, <laughs> got it. Okay, that's that's far worse. Far than, worse. Yeah, than. yeah. Okay. No, you're gonna go through unimaginable pain first, and then I'm gonna get to the inside. Man, because I mean, and I and I see, I'm all for that because of what happens. She would watch Fred have sex with her daughter. She would hold her down while he's oh. doing it. Uh, she would choke her. And do other like beatings and stuff on her, so she's not innocent how's at all. A grown man, I, how's a grown man going to want to have sex with a kid? I just I don't get it. Yeah, it's terrible, and it, not even that. It's just like with your own kid as well. I mean, it exactly brings another la- la- layer of just disgustingness. Gosh, so this is making my blood boil. I'm pissed off I right now, man. Like I want to, I want to choke him right now. I swear. Yeah, I'm like I don't even want to imagine it because the thought of that, I, I could go crazy. I could kill somebody. Well, let's move on from from that then. Uh, in 1973, Carolyn Owens came to work for them as a nanny because they have a few, you know, like I said, a couple small children here. They need help because Fred works construction too. Mm-hmm. She was attractive to the neighbors in all aspects. People thought she was really nice, really cute, everything else like that. But this only brought her into. Rose and Fred's world because they wanted to do something to her. And she told, uh, they came on to her and she said no, and then eventually quit. So then what happened is Fred and Rose caught up with her down the street on one night and they said, hey, come back to the house, have some dinner. We're really sorry. They apologized and unfortunately, Caroline believed their BS and she accepts their apology. As soon as she gets in the car, Rose hits her over the back of the head with a lead pipe. She knocks out. They go back. The next thing she realizes, she's waking up in a dungeon with tied up to the uh, the roof with some rope. 
being mm-hmm. hung by her throat, by her body and, and feet. So she can't really, she's suspended, basically. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Fred at one point tells her that if she doesn't do what they say, uh, he'll have a bunch of friends to come by to gang rape her. So they even have the balls to ask her to come back to work after all that they do to her that night. Are you kidding me? Yep. Yep. So they didn't kill her. They did not kill her. And here's the problem with the justice system in the UK or the record keeping or whatever. But she would actually report this to the police. But she would be so scared of them, she did not testify and the charges were dropped. So again, they get off. See, that's hard. If you bring charges on a person, you need to testify. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The fact that you're not willing to, they're like, well, then what do you want us then to what do? What do you want us to do? Yeah. Yep. Hey, that man just shot at somebody. Okay, can you point him out? No. <laughs> yeah. But didn't they just uh, shoot somebody? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to. I just don't want to tell him. I'm yeah. scared. Then why you say something in the first place, bro? Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. That's how it goes down. And then sometimes these victims just are too traumatized. All of a sudden, when they see them in court again, yeah. they just don't want to say I get anything. that. Yeah. Now that I get. You know, I can. I get that. So in 1973, these two would actually team up to murder their first victim together. They haven't murdered together yet. They both have murdered, but not, but together. not together. Yeah, this is the first victim was 19-year-old Linda Goff, who became one of their roommates. So they gave this woman a room. She was there uh, for only two days before she was sexually uh, tortured uh, and assaulted in the torture room, strangled and chopped up with both fingers and toes removed. And oh. yeah, and she was buried in the cellar of the house. So he's yeah. So in that room, he he has a little digging area where he just puts a body or two, and she's chopped up and she's gone. A uh, few people living in the house, uh, you know, they, they've been wanting to rent out rooms and one opens up. So I guess when they free, t- they take that first payment, it's like, OK, yeah, you know, let's uh, let's get another one in here. You know, so uh, Linda had been gone for a couple days. Uh, she because they had a couple other people living there. She uh, they were wondering, where's Linda at? And they said that, oh, she was uh, she broke some house rules, had some parties or some people over. You know, the house rules, that, you know, the things you can't do up in here. You know, you, you can't be walking in here <laughs> with your shoes off. You can't be barefooted. And then you got to chop your animals up in the kitchen. You just can't, you know, do it outside. She broke them rules, and we got to say she got to go. Mm-hmm. So The house with no rules, she broke some rules. Yeah. yeah. And then the, and then again, the, the people in the U.K. were, all right, okay, I get it. We'll, we'll just have to follow the rules, you know. So that's all it was. And, he, and, and when he finished that, he's like, by the way. Are you coming over tonight? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know of anybody else that needs a room? <laughs> That's your London accent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so here, so Linda's mother would come snooping around for her. You know, she's she's looking for her daughter. The last known address was twenty five Cromwell Way or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she came over there, and uh, you know, she goes, uh, "Hey, have you seen my daughter?" And then, and then, uh, you know, Rose was like, "I haven't seen your daughter." And then Linda was wondering why did, was she wearing uh, her daughter's clothes? Rose was wearing her daughter's clothes. Mm. And she's like, those look familiar. And then she's like, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then, then, then they just went back and forth. And she, she found it odd. That's when I was reading the story. I'm like, okay, you found it odd. She's wearing your daughter's clothes. Call the police. Call the police. All right. Walks away. What, are, what is going on, people? What would you have done? 
call the police. I'll be like, she's wearing my daughter's clothes. She knows something. Investigate. Do something. She, and then she's like, nah. And that was it. She she was, quote, unquote, suspicious of the her wearing her daughter's clothes. That's it. Wow. I mean. <laughs> no, hear me out. Because, like, if, if they're roommates, like, if, if I was roommates with a cousin or a guy, you know, or a friend. Mm-hmm. And he has a T-shirt on, you know, let's say it's a Thor T-shirt that fits me. I'll probably wear it. Okay. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean, if someone's missing and you're wearing the yeah, now if yeah. someone's missing, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But but I I what I'm saying is, or if they leave the clothes behind, yeah, or that's what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. they went away somewhere and they just left that shirt. I kind of see why she just kind of like hmm. Didn't really investigate further. Might have been suspicious. That's what I'm saying. I kind of see why. Maybe they're just that nice over there. I Maybe. Don't, I, don't I don't know. You got to investigate first. That don't make sense. Yeah. I got you. But I can also see why she thought that. True, true. So at the same time with all this stuff is going on, Rose is pregnant again. Again? But this time she's going to have a boy. Oh. And she's going to give a uh, give birth to a boy. Um, But then it, while she's pregnant, they drug and rape and torture the next victim which is a 15 year old Carol Ann Cooper she was living uh, with a uh, in an orphanage and she would go missing because Fred and Rose would uh, would abduct her and then they would torture her and then uh, she would be suspended from the uh, what is it called the um, the the beam same kind of thing toes fingernails all that stuff chopped up and she was also buried in the cellar. Wow. So a 15-year-old now. Dang. So there, there, there is no age limit. There's nothing like that. Clearly. This broad shouldn't be having babies. Yep. So then a, a month later, in 1973, they would abduct a 21-year-old Lucy Partiton, uh, who was trying to make her way back or made, make her way back to work uh, on a local bus. Fred abducted her, took her to the cellar. All the torture thing went through, except he was using objects to penetrate her and also uh, whipping the crap out of her before he strangled her to death. Gosh, so she went through a... She went through some hell. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, then there was, on November on April 16th, 1974, Therese Sijenthier. I, I don't know how to say that name. Sijenthier? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, 21. Uh, she would uh, share in the similar fate as the others. And then a couple months later, uh, they abducted and killed a 15-year-old by the name of Shirley Hubbard, using a lot of the rope to tie her up and molest and rape her and torture her for days. They kept her for some for, for some time, eventually strangling her as well, and then her, her being chopped up. So you're getting a lot of bodies now that they're shoving in the cellar area. They're yeah. having their dirty fun and then just disposing of people. And all the while that this is going on, they're having some young teenagers watch their kids, and they're having their orgies, they're molesting their kids, she's prostituting, and he's having voyeur parties as well. well here's my thing, man. <laughs> when do they work? Well, that's, number one, <laughs> they're not burnt out. Right? <laughs> like, do you, when, when do you get fire crotch? I mean, what? what, what you would I, think it's spoiled by now. Yeah, I'm saying, like, bro, I'll be like, hey, man, look, check it out. It just don't work. Just stop it, okay? <laughs> I know, does, does, I mean, look, not to get too graphic here, but I'm sure that, you know, we're all adults here. We're all adults. And if you've had sex with your partner for a few times and then 
you're like, oh, man, you know, like, I need a rest. You know, I need a day or something. I might need an ice pack down there. Like, Bruh. I've been overused. I mean, these people <laughs> just yeah. keep going, man. The Energizer Bunny, man, come on, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. That, I... And it, and, it's, and it wouldn't be a bad thing if these people were just doing it to have fun and they weren't hurting anybody. I agree. But yeah. they're going too extreme, man. And it, now they're torturing and killing, raping kids. Yeah, I mean, if you're having it with a consensual adult or adults, it's not an issue. But again, the depravity of this story with the incest, like you said, the rape, the torture, uh, the murder. I mean, come on, man. This is just this is too much. Too much. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So these people have been uh, mutilated, these girls, unfortunately. And in 1974, Juanita Mott is 18 years old. She was abducted as she was on her way to work and dropped off by her boyfriend at the bus stop. Um, she was held in the torture chamber like the other women and suffered a similar fate. Uh, she was there for at least a couple weeks, though, and she was mutilated uh, pretty bad before being stored in the cellar. Oh. Yeah. So they chopped her up pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, now, this next part is still up for debate because supposedly from the years of 1975 to 1978, they did not murder anybody. Really? Three years? Three I'm not years buying it. What do you guys think? I'm not. Come on, man. You don't think so? Come on, man. There's no way. <clears throat> but from within this time period, there is no bodies. From what is said later on, the investigation, the you know when they find the bodies, um, they don't find any that fit that period. Bull. <laughs> okay, call them all right. Cool. I like that. I like that. They could probably like probably burnt it up in the chimney. Who knows? They probably tried different methods. I am not buying that serial killers like this went on three years hiatus. Nope, not buying it. And he, okay, and then here's a, here's a kicker, and I'm gonna ask you about this in a minute. There is no reasoning behind this, but they there still could have been raped uh, rape cases. Like at first, they were saying that nothing happened, but there was a lot of cases that were later filed or that they the police missed that were in that period of time as far as molestation stuff so my question to you guys is okay this has been years now of molestations and and rapes in the neighborhoods in that england area how come none of that got them caught where's the police and the investigations in this that's a good point that's a good point I, yeah, that's way too many. It's way too many. I mean, women, girls are being abducted left and right. So for the three-year time frame of no murders, there will there was still rapes and mm-hmm. molestation going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I, police, man, I don't know what they was doing at that time, but they were slacking. Yeah, I, I don't know what they were doing. There was a pl- apparently there's a bunch of uh, UK Johnsons. There's a ton of Johnsons. <laughs> For my UK fans out there, are that's, there a lot of Johnsons in the that's UK? That's the Johnson Academy is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, they're just swinging the nightstick around like, yeah, it's nightstick's really nice to swing around. <laughs> that ain't no UK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish there were some crimes to investigate. <laughs> just not much going on. Close enough. <laughs> Boy, it's pretty foggy out here. You can't really see nothing. A lot of fog. You gotta sound like Mr. Darcy. I don't know how Mr. Darcy. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. You keep bringing it up. And man. no disrespect, Pride and Prejudice. Sir. You've seen it like gonna 40 to times. We're gonna have to watch it tonight, gonna, man. Yeah, Just I'll watch it with you. I'll Mr. watch it. Darcy. <laughs> Mr. Bingley. <laughs> oh, is it that one guy from, uh, God, what was that TV show? He's like a real properish British black guy. Is that, is that who no. you're talking about? No. No, no okay. black guy in Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> okay, if it was, no. I didn't see him. That's for sure. <laughs> See, that was very awkward, the look he just gave me right now. 
Moving on. Let's move on. Moving on. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, let's see. All right. Let's see where I leave off here. Okay. So during this time, the you know the bodies are piling up down there, and so Fred's like, "I've got to make some improvements to get rid of these bodies." How come? The smell, people coming yeah. over. Yeah, they didn't. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, look, we talked about John Wayne Gacy, and he mm. had all them bodies down there, yeah. and the smell was coming through. We talked about the other guy uh, over there who was hiding bodies in the UK. So I, they didn't mention nothing about any of the kind of like maggots coming through and everything, but basically he he decides to just, hey, you know what? I'm gonna dig out another cellar room, and I'm gonna freaking concrete this. I'm gonna concrete that. He starts concreting the entire cellar. Pouring concrete over the bodies and everything. So he's making all kinds of modifi- modifications to Somebody the. Somebody had to smell that smell because that death smell, it's you know it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, now you remember? You remember the thing from the first case, uh, the daughter from the marriage that goes back to when Gabby was thinking uh, they were living in a hillbilly house in England. Mm-hmm. Um, he was still at this point molesting his daughters. Including Anne Marie. <laughs> sorry. So what happened? <laughs> a hillbilly house in England. Yeah, in England. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it does with with this family anyway. I mean, I'm sure in a deep, deep, deep south of Arkansas somewhere, I'm sure there's a family listening to this podcast. Like, hey man, they they pretty they pretty right. They're out they're on par right here. That's how we be doing it. Why you gotta go way out in Arkansas? <laughs> it's <like> way <laughs> south Arkansas. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so uh, let's see. She would she would get pregnant by Fred Anne Marie, his own daughter. Oh, come on! And man. how old is she now? Now, because remember, you were thinking that with all the incest at the other houses, mm-hmm. we don't know about that. They haven't said that with Fred's sisters. Mm-hmm. But at this point, uh, I think Anne Marie is about fifteen or so. She gets pregnant, but then they they terminated it somehow, some way. There's no. Um, I don't know if they. If she, yeah, I don't know if it was a legit abortion or they did something to her, but she lost the baby. Um, May tenth, nineteen seventy eight, Shirley Ann Robinson was uh, at the Eli- uh, was with Elijah at the house. Uh, was well, it was a house member um, looking for a room to rent. She got the room to rent, and um, she would actually do a lot of things uh, that Fred liked and and Rose liked, and um, you know. It's a little weird, but they kind of liked her. And uh, at the same time as she's doing this with them, uh, you know, she's uh, Fred is still out there molesting, raping young girls. Uh, Rose is still doing her thing. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about that girl here in a, in a little bit here, the one that was going along with what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But they've got a little threesome going on, but the other two are taking it out their own way. Um so yeah, she would actually be down for the sexual deviant stuff. She'd be doing stuff in the cellar with them. Um, but the problem is, three months into it, while Rose is also pregnant again, uh, they find out that this girl who was messing around with them is pregnant. Oh yeah. So this is her fourth child now. Yeah. No, she's up to like four. Yeah, she's up to four, four or five right now. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the third one was a boy. Mm-hmm. So she's pregnant again, and then this girl they're messing with is now pregnant with Fred's kid. And uh, the jealousy now would would get to Rose, of and Rose would be like, "Hey, you know what?" And she murdered the the, the Robinson chick. So 
The 18 year old gets it and she gets it bad. There's no sexual um, when they find her body. There's there's no signs of her being raped or nothing like that. They just you know she was just up and murdered and they think Rose did that one on her own. What did she slice them up? Slice her up or something? No, strangle her to death. God. They love to strangle. I see. So, yeah. Watching the body. Uh, the the how, how old is Fred at this time? He's <laughs> he's about in his 40s right now. He's in his 40s. Um. So then, uh, let's see. The next victim was a 16-year-old, Allison Chambers, who would go to live there as a nanny. Um, but she was only there a week before she was put through the same torture and the same outcome happened. But this time, she was buried in the backyard. They're, you know, they ran out of room in the cellar. They turned the cellar into a, a kid's room now. So Come on. The kids are, yeah, the, Come on. The kids are playing over their dead uh, either sibling or victims. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so Fred at this time, um, so when the young girl was hired because Rose uh, and Fred, by this time they had a 15-year-old, uh, Anne-Marie, uh, seven-year-old Heather Ann, Tara, who was two years old. They had a son by the name of Louis, uh, who was one years old, who was born in 1978. Uh, the year before, uh, because Allison Chambers was killed in 1979, she was a live-in nanny that was taking care of the babies at the time. So that was one of the girls that was taking care of all their kids. And so now after this, uh, they go on, a, believe it or not, an eight-year hiatus. From, so, I'm not buying it. So you're not buying it? So I'm from 79 to 1987. Uh, no. I'm not buying that, bro. You don't believe it? No. <laughs> I don't think I buy that for that for a vowel. <laughs> nope. So, do you think it was because the kids were born? Because after this, she she starts pumping them out. Rose is pumping them out of that disgusting cooter. Maybe it slowed her down, but I don't She's think it stopped have her. More? She's gonna have more kids. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so, because of this, in that period of time, uh, you know, you already had the 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 two year old and the one year old, but then Louisa was born in 1980. Barry was born in 1980. Uh, here's a weird name. Rosemary Junior. Since when does a woman, a, a girl get a junior name? I've never heard a woman named Junior. Hey, I tell you what, that baby looks just like you. She's a junior. <laughs> I've never in my life heard a woman called Wait, Junior. Wait, there was two in 1980. What does that mean? Were they, Were twins, they twins or one at the beginning and one at the end? One at the beginning, one at the end. Yeah. Oh, so wow. she didn't even waste no time. She yeah. dropped one out and it, and put right. one right back in. So, and you'll find out. I'll, I'll tell you why, and it'll make more sense later. But. Uh, so but, this is seven kids now. Mm-hmm. She probably dropped one in January and had the other one in December. So then you had also, you had Barry, who was born in 1980. Or, well, I already went over that, Rosemary Jr. I'm sorry. Uh, Rosemary Jr. was born in 1982, and then Louisa was in 1983. So that was the last one right there. So that's eight. That's eight, yeah. So at some point, uh, Anna Maria, the oldest one from the first marriage, she moves out and goes with her boyfriend. Uh, that would then turn Fred's attention to the young girls in the house. Great. To where he told she them. She reported him? No, not at this time. She doesn't. So she went through all that torture. Left. And left. Mm -hmm. And left her sisters. I mean, it's not her fault. But she didn't even report? Didn't report dad? it, nope. And, and here's, here's a disgusting... You remember from part one where he came out and he said, hey... You know, son, if you if you want something, take it. Take it. His yeah. father told him that. Yeah. Well, he tells his daughters after he molests them, uh, "I'm I made you. I could do whatever I want with you." Wow. 
So wow. And they're all little. They're little, yeah. <clears throat> so in 1987, um, you know, Heather had enough of this crap. She she was turning 16. She was actually a lesbian at this time. She liked girls, so she went to her girlfriend's house, and she should have stayed away. Uh, she had the she made the mistake of first off telling people and her friends about what was going on in their house, at least sexually. And she also made a mistake of coming back to the house to get her things. Mm. Because when she got back to the house, young seven-year-old Barry West witnessed his parents hitting her over the head with a pipe and stomping her to death. Quote by Barry West, I saw my sister being kicked in the head and then she stopped moving. Yeah. And that's not shocking either. Mm-hmm. Dang. Because of everything they've been... They don't care about their kids. And one of the other sons I forgot to mention, Stephen. Stephen West was like, I think, 10 or 11 at this point. Um, He was asked by Fred to pull uh, dig up a hole in the backyard. Wow. And he was helping his dad dig up a hole. Because, you know, sometimes you emulate your dad and you want to do something. He's doing some construction like the dad yeah. does. Because Fred's still working construction. And they dig a hole in the backyard. He has no idea he's digging a hole for his sister's remains. And that's, Yeah, that's tough, man. And Fred chops her up and does the same thing. And they bury her. And then when she's covered up with some little bit of dirt, him and the son, Stephen, mix concrete, pour it over her. And then they add like a fountain over the top, like a garden fountain. To me, that's insult to injury. Yep. That's what? Insult to injury. Because of, yeah, because of what they did. Because of what they did. And they know, he knows what's there. Obviously, the son don't. But it's like, you're going to put something beautiful on top of something that's so disgusting that you did. Like, to me, that's. Mm -hmm. There's no heart there. There's no conscience. Nothing. So, um. Because they got rid of Heather and they knew some of their secrets might be out there, they didn't know what. They kept a real low profile. Now, now I believe they didn't. They went on hiatus. Yeah, they went on a hiatus right here. They kept getting travelers to the room, uh, you know, to board and everything, and pay money for the to stay at the house. She was still doing sex work, but not inside the house. She was going about it on the street. Uh, he was still doing construction, but they weren't abducting anybody for a little bit of while here. I believe it. Yeah. Now they do, now because they you know, mm-hmm. and the girlfriend of the girl never reported anything and said, "Hey, she told me everything she went through and she's missing." No, never came out. What? Mm-hmm. Oh lord! So What's we're wrong with people. <laughs> yeah, in this case, there's so many missed opportunities to get justice. Stupid brains. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. wide open layups. I'm blowing it, I'm blowing it one right after another. Um, but. Now, we've gone through so much, and I know people are frustrated. You guys are frustrated. You know, when's the end of this case coming? <laughs> so it does start to come here in 1992. Dang, another 10 years? Yeah, well, it was at 87, remember? So yeah, another yeah, five years. Yeah, yeah. Another five, another five years. years. Yeah, so in 1992, uh, Luis, which is the youngest one, began to open up to some of her friends at school. And a couple, uh, a couple of teachers told uh, the, the constables, and they were like, we're going to check this out. So they sent uh, some, you know, some investigators over there and they were talking about, uh, um, you know, 
you know, they heard that Heather disappeared and or something might have happened to her. And so they were looking into that. They And then the, the parents were given all these kind of like, you know, stories about, oh, you know, like uh, she went out of town. She went on a school field trip or she went to work with this organization because, you know, she's all pro this or pro that. You know, she's doing stuff for the world. I mean, they were talking her up like she was the greatest thing, but they're like, okay, what evidence do you have? Where's she at? Nowhere. So Barry would actually tell the, the, the constables that, yeah, I saw her stop to death. Oh, Dang. wow. So you would think. Wait, are they Johnsons? You would think. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> that something good would come out of this because in 1992, the police obtained a search warrant, went to the house, they observed the, uh, the I guess from what they say, uh, was it the evidence of torturing uh, and also molestation to some of the kids, uh, pornographic, child pornography, all this stuff that would likely get you locked up without the key. You know, you're, you're pretty much yeah, done. Now, at this you're point. saying this is what they discovered at upon the, the search warrant. Yeah, they didn't find no bodies. Okay, but, but they, they found find a, all those things. Yeah, because yeah, they're under the cement. Yeah. yeah, so it was all the sexual deviancies that they found, right? Yeah. So with all this mounting evidence, you would think that this is over. You know, just this is over. Oh yeah, lock them up. Yeah, Anne Marie comes down. You know, the oldest to the police station. She said she was humiliated as a as a young teen from thirteen years on or eight years old onward. Thirteen years she was uh, sleeping with multiple men that the father wanted to do all this stuff. I mean, she brought it all out in the open, right? But, but when they finally went to court. Anna Marie recanted on everything. Wow. She would not testify against her mom and dad. She was scared. Uh, the kids would not do so either. And despite having some physical evidence and everything, hey, we're just going to have to acquit you. They got acquitted. They got acquitted. In 19... This is, uh, mind you. This is around OJ. This is... Yeah. <laughs> this is in 1942. This is 1992. Yeah. What's going on, UK? How do you acquit when you got evidence? Child Protective Services. What's happening, UK? Well, this is 1992. I hope y'all gotten better by then. But what happened to y'all in 92, (laughs) man? (laughs) How do you acquit that? I have no idea. I mean, the evidence alone should get them locked up. Bro, what? I say that every idiot that messes up a case and mm. people have a chance to escape and then something worse happens, they should be charged too. I agree. Well, does something worse happens after that? No, because unfortunately we have a Joe Kenda. We got a Joe oh. Kenda on the case. We have a Joe Kenda. And she's a female Kenda. We got a yeah, Joanne Kenda. Yeah, Joanne Kenda, yeah. <laughs> Her name is actually Hazel Savage, and she's Savage. Oh, oh she, hey, she, with a name like Savage. That name fits. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, everyone else is like, well, I guess the case is closed. And like, she's like, no, 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 I'm going to investigate. And so she starts investigating Heather's last, uh, uh, you know, uh, where, where she was about. last whereabouts. Yeah. And then she does a deeper dive. She's like, wait a minute. Raina was tied to this couple. She's missing. Didn't they have another kid by the name of Charmaine? Where is she at? So she's doing the homework. She's going throughout. She's she's talking to different agencies. She's getting very involved in this, and then she reinvestigates by sending different police officers to in, to talk to the kids again. So she's going through this entire. She's like she's not giving up, and so she's going after this case. She's like there has to be something to this, and as they're trying to find the the body, the the she's getting more traction. The police are now 
uh, shining a brighter spotlight on Fred and and uh, Rose, and they can't yeah. do anything because they're now being watched. And so they're they're they're, they're so like no, no more orgies, no more nothing. No, no, they, they got to stay home, man. They're homebodies. But it took almost two years of investigation before finally she had enough to throw the book at these guys, and they obtained warrants for the houses or for the house. And when they dug, they dug throughout the entire yard, moved a lot of, because they had a big backyard. They spent 114 days digging at that house. Dang. But they only found three bodies. Dang. Yeah. They found three bodies. And uh, once they did, obviously, Fred and her were uh, were arrested, and they started pointing the finger at each other. So... When they got the okay to dig their house, were I wonder if Fred and Rose were at the home when they were doing it. Oh, when you get a search warrant, you have to be booted out for property. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh huh. So they were they were put in custody, <clears throat> and uh, they were they were not uh, you know they were going back and forth. Uh, and uh, I bet you they were sweating bullets. Yes, yes. But uh, but the thing was when they were going back and forth and blaming each other. The sexual stuff, too, was being blamed on one. The other one was just like, oh, you know, I was just there, but she did all of it, or he did all of it. And then the the detective, Savage, she's like, look, we've got it from your kids. You both were in on it. You know, like, we have written statements. We got recordings. You know, you can just tell the freaking truth. And so she was going at him hard. And uh, she finally got uh, Fred to crack. And uh, Fred would, would say, you know what? You guys missed some more bodies. So, like, if he didn't crack, then basically they would never, unless oh, they, man. yeah, unless they demolished the house. They found all the ones in the cellar, and they found the one, you know, her her own daughter underneath the um, the pond. When they told Rose about the one in the pond, she pretended not to know. But then when they figured out that they that she, or when she figured out that they did know that she knew, she had like no emotion. She didn't care that she killed her daughter. She helped kill her daughter. She helped kill Charmaine, the stepdaughter. She didn't care. She didn't care about the molestations. She didn't show any emotion. Just she only, cold. Just cold. All she cared about was how long am I going to serve? I mean, is that surprising? It doesn't surprise me at all. They no. clearly don't have those emotions. <clears throat> they don't. So in 1994, six months later after the digs and all the bodies were recovered, they went to preliminary hearings. So Fred was up there and he kept trying to get you know, eye contact with Rose and Rose kept ignoring him because her lawyers were like, look, we're going to throw everything on him. We're going to make him take the fall. We're going to get you out. And so don't make any con, you know, make it look like you're disgusted. So she stopped. She was like being really mean to him. Like, and he would try to say something to her when they would come and go from the thing. And she didn't want anything to do with him. Mm -hmm. She, she was just like disgusted. She was playing the part, playing the part. That's Mm -hmm. all. She's playing the part. So, you know, Fred did not like this, and he was uh, having a real hard time. And so on New Year's Day, uh, he wrote a letter to her saying that, uh, I love you, I can't believe that you turned your back on me, but don't worry, someday we'll be together again in some other life. And uh, the bastard hung himself in a jail cell. Oh, dear. Freaking cop the easy way out. Again, UK. It's 1995. You weren't watching a dude that clearly should be on suicide watch. He was 53 years old. He avoided 53 years old. Yeah, he avoided all the um, the mass media because at this time there's mass media coverage. Oh, I bet. Yeah, this is one of the biggest cases in UK, 
And it was a big case around the world, too. What a freaking coward, man. So you're still... Uh, and that's what sucks, because... You know, he should have he should have faced some sort of. He should have faced it. Yeah. So. Um, so she has to face it now. Everything she has to face everything. Yeah. So after this, um, in nineteen October third, nineteen ninety five, uh, Anne Marie would testify against her mom and father, and uh, allowed her being. She said that she was pimped out to all their friends, and she was sexually molested by her father at least three hundred times over her life. God. Along with her mother. So Rose sat there and would listen to all the charges, um, the rapes, the murders, everything. And she was found uh, guilty of 10 of the 13 murders um, and uh, rape and molestation. And since there is no death penalty in the UK, um, where obviously, you know, Gabby would take Texas if she was in Texas because she'd be dead. And <laughs> she'd be like, I know this happened in Texas, but we're going to fly out there for yeah. this trial. Didn't what? one of those cases happen in Texas? <laughs> Somehow. They'd be like, why do you want to go to Texas? Don't ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby would gotta... be like, Gabby would be like, okay, extraditer. Click with her gavel. <laughs> She's gone. They'd be like, well, ma'am, she didn't do anything. And I don't care. Yeah. She has a southern accent. She's out of here. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, if she was in Texas, she would have been executed. Oh, easily, man. Easily. Uh, or at least put on death row in most of these uh, states over here. But there is no death row over there. I hope somebody executed her in there. Well, unfortunately, that piece of crap, and I do mean piece of crap, is still breathing God's gr- uh, air today. What? Yeah, she's still alive, and she's rotting in one of their UK prisons. She's got to be, what, 80 now, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. It's 92. Wow. At least 70 or 80. Yeah, she's around 70 or 80 years old, yeah. But she's she's still breathing. She's still alive. She's still alive. I'm going to need somebody in the UK, Big Bertha, come out there, man. Someone should have killed her. Somebody take care of her because yeah. she doesn't deserve to live. I'm sorry. If... Now, let's let's talk about what happened to the kids as we wrap up this story. Don't tell me something. <clears throat> well, Stephen, well, the one that helped his, his father, you know, mm-hmm. dig the hole. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1973. He was the third child of the uh, third or fourth child of the evil couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been twice divorced. He's four. Uh, he was at 40 years old. Uh, he was arrested and served a six months or no. Um, sorry, let me go back. Uh, he's 40 years old now, but uh, he was arrested and served a six month prison term in 2002 uh, for having sex with a 14 year old. So, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, like they say. Actually, he's 48 now. But when he was four, uh, uh, somewhere around 2002, I think when he was 30 or something like that. I, I'm not good in math right now. Uh, <laughs> he was but, already grown. Yeah, he was already grown. And uh, supposedly it was consensual, uh, but the, the jury did not believe it. And he got uh, only six months. Wow. And and the 14-year-old became pregnant. So uh, wow. sound familiar? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Anne-Marie, uh, Fred's first daughter of the marriage to Raina, um, you know, and her sister obviously was murdered um, as they were growing up. But she's a survivor. Anne Marie is still alive today. She's fifty-eight, and she's written uh, written a couple um, hard-hitting books that are bestsellers about uh, how she grew up and what the the crap that she went through. Good for her. Yeah. So she's and she's been on plenty of uh, television shows uh, telling her story as well. Uh, Heather was obviously buried in that little pond fountain, but she's been laid to rest with her own, um, you know, the, the proper burial, you know, sure. out there in the UK. 
Uh, May was five years old when her father raped her while watching porn with her for the first time. Uh, she also witnessed one of the murders at one of her uh, at, at a young age. She wrote a book as well, and she theorizes that her parents murdered more than that were discovered. I agree. Yep. And Tara, who was uh, who says that she escaped the abuse from her father, although some of her siblings would speculate that she's just trying to erase what happened. So they're they're thinking there's no way Tara didn't get molested. And then uh, Luis, uh, was, uh, who was born in 1978, was the one who had, her, who had told her uh, friends and schoolmates about what her parents were doing. Uh, and she, uh, she's, she's been uh, in and out of jail, and, but living a quiet life. Uh, and finally, Barry, who was born in 1980, who had t- testified that he saw his sister getting stomped out, would suffer deep depression and would die just this last past year in 2021, uh, on an overdose of um, pain medication. Sad, that's sad. Yeah. And it is also noted that Tara, Rosemary Jr., and Lucia, Lucina uh, were all uh, uh, fathered by uh, clients of sex workers or clients of Rosemary when she was a sex worker. So they were different races. Oh, so those weren't his kids. Those, the three of them weren't, her, weren't his kids, yeah. And uh, let's see. And then the other ones were proven to be his kids over the years. But the total member, uh, total number of murdered victims in this case were 13. Mm. So. Yeah, the- right. I'm not buying it. <laughs> what do you guys think the real total was? Because remember, you have a supposedly 11-year hiatus in between. So Eight and three. Let's just multiply that by three. So you would say. I would say at least what? You would say 30? Around 30. No, I would say more. Okay. They were freaking sex addicts. There's no way there's less than that. It's it's true because, I mean, in this story, it's not like when it, we've seen stories here in the U.S. when they say, okay, there's been a rash of kidnappings. Mm-hmm. We got to put a be on the lookout. We got to set a task force. There was never a task force set for this. Nothing. Like, And it went on for times. And like, I mean, where were the parents of the victims? Yeah. Except for the one. Yeah. So you're looking at 50 maybe? It could be. You never know because, I mean, they could have murdered a lot more. I mean, yeah. they found only 10 or, 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 or they only found, well, they're total of 13, but total of 13. they could have disposed them somewhere else. That's what I'm saying. Like, maybe they disposed them, like, in a river or something. So I, I know one thing. It ain't 13. I, I don't know for sure, but it's I, I'm not buying it. Well, they did do one thing. They tore down that house on 25 Cromwell Street because it was becoming a uh, destination, sort of like OJ's house. Mm-hmm. Remember how they, the yeah, everybody people, was going over there? Yeah, yeah. So they were doing the same thing there, and plus they wanted to see, too, maybe we tear this place up, we find another body or two. But they didn't find anything else. But I'm with you guys. I think the total's way higher. Yeah. So what do you think of these two detestable douchebags? Bruh. First of all, Fred's a coward. Went the easy way out and let let uh, Rose mm-hmm. uh, deal with everything. Uh, I don't care that he let Rose deal with it. I don't care what he. No, did I'm just saying Rose. he was a coward. Period. But yes, he was a coward. That's, that's them, them right there. That's them. That's them. Bruh. Yeah, that's that's hillbilly Fred right there, and there's the wife right there that was sleeping around. She looks with like a regular she just mom. Like a regular mom. He looks like yeah. Some, he uh, looks <laughs> weird. Oh <laughs> boy. Whoa. Yeah, he looks pretty crazy right there. But that's that's them. 
Frederick Walter Stephen West. Mm-hmm. No. She looks like a typical oh, he looks mom. Bad. Yeah, he looks terrible right there, right? And this guy was this guy was apparently a dude that was a smooth talker. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Women. That's Raina, the one he killed. Oh, that's cold. She's not bad looking, actually. And, yeah. and then there's some of the kids right there. No, he looks creepy, honestly. He looks like he's a creep. Mm-hmm. That's Rose right there in white. Uh, you no, know, that's one of his daughters. No, oh. behind I think the Rose baby. right here, yeah. She looks like a school teacher. And then here's his two sisters he slept with. That's so. Fred with his two sisters. Yeah. And this is Anne Marie. What happened to the family? That's Anne Marie today. You know, she kind of favors him. Yeah, in the face with the teeth too. She has those UK teeth. No offense. And then, Who's look, look at how she looks. That's she looks disgusting. That's Rose. That's Rose. Then look at this picture. It is an artist one. That's more like it. <laughs> they look like yeah, zombies that's, that's, right that's, there. That's, that's more like it right there. Yeah. World. None of them were attractive whatsoever. And this is the where, where is it? Let me go back here. Um, that's the one they murdered right there. That's the first one, Charmaine. She's only eight. Oh, she's adorable. Yep, she got it. So it's unfortunate. This story is, yeah. And that's the other one. That's Heather right there. That's the one that was uh, the one that went back, went with her girlfriend, and then she came back. Yeah. She's got the '80s hairstyle. She sure does. She was pretty. Yep. She I got mean, it too. change the hair, babe, and you'd see. Oh, it. okay. I see what you said. The hair just does it for me. Yeah, she's got the '80s hair. Definitely got the mullet. Mm-hmm. But that's the uh, that's the story of Fred and Rose. She is the scum of the earth. Yeah, she's horrible. I I don't know how she's still alive. My UK people, man, y'all might have to pay her a visit. <laughs> yeah, pay her a visit. Yep. Why is she still alive? I'm quite sure somebody in the UK in the prison, the women prison, did something to her. I don't know. Maybe she's got that that whole thing where she's got the immunity or was it her oh, own wing or whatever? Yeah, protected custody. custody. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. I don't, but I don't understand people, people get that. that go to prison their whole life for doing the most disturbing, disgusting and horrific things and get granted still that. get protected. Mm-hmm. Why? You didn't protect anybody. Exactly. Why do you get to be protected after all the people you killed and hurt? That's her now. That's her now. She just looks like a regular old lady. <sighs> yeah, it's it's not it's not fair that she gets to be alive, like you said. I I totally agree with you. Let me go back here. So she's gonna rot there for the rest of her life. Yeah, she's I think gonna rot these there. people should serve their sentence with full freedom. Whoever gets you gets you. Who's the black guy? That, like somebody doing a documentary. Yeah, I think oh, he's okay. the one that wrote a, a documentary. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they, they, she should get it. Yeah, I mean, look at her right here. Like when um, she was first arraigned, she's like smiling. I mean, that was a Sorry. prostitute. That was a that prostitute. was a prostitute. That and was she prostitute. got clients. She got clients. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. That middle one taught up there. Which one? That, that one. one. No, no, no. no, no, no. This, that, that, one. that one. Yeah. That was a client. That's that's. She a, was standing on the corner. She was getting clients. They got customers. She was bringing them home. She better charge a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> one pound. That's one. It. Oh yeah, a pound. A pound. Yeah, how much is a pound? I don't know, but she didn't. She shouldn't deserve like any. I'll tell you that. I wouldn't give her a peso. I wouldn't give her a right pound. Of, no pound. No pounding of anything. <laughs> she looks horrible. You know what I mean. I don't want to think about pounding that. She looks horrible. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. 
I get you, but yeah, that's that's an unfortunate story right there. The system Man. is so jacked up and I, so unfair. Well, it's 2022. I hope UK is the system is a lot better. It's because I know to people it's like enough that they have her out of you know society mm-hmm. and she's not hurting anybody else. I don't but I'm care. sorry, after you've done all that, you that's what you deserve for people to know what you did and for you to take it. Mm-hmm. Your kids did not have an escape. Your victims did not have an escape. Why should you? Exactly. She she took the lives of women and kids all for her own pleasure. And like you said, Ty, she didn't show any remorse. Nah, man. You, you don't deserve it. You can see in her dead eyes. You can see in her dead eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's got dead eyes. Mm-hmm. She don't care. I, yeah, it's very smug. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I killed him. What you going to do? Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. How much? You can just see it. Like, and that's time for Oh, Anyway, this has Great been grinding too crank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Todd, for breaking down the story of Fred and Rose. Uh, this was a tough one to listen to. So, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, these last two episodes were really tough, man. So, uh, but that's the ending of the show, and we're going to be signing off. But before we do, want to give you a quick, brief reminder where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook and instagram just type in grinding true crimes and there uh, you can follow our page like our page and do whatever you want also if you want to listen to us on your podcast stream just go to podbean spotify anchor itunes pandora and newly added podvine for those who are listening to us outside of the u.s go to radio public breaker pocket cast and Podchaser to listen to us and a quick re- and listen to us live with all that being said this has been your host, Maddie Matt, along with Todd Fox and Gabby Gab. And we are signing off. Toodles. Peace. Y'all come back now, you hear? But you got to find us through the fog because it's kind of foggy outside. <laughs> Take a lamp or a flashlight or something. What you doing? <laughs>